Hello, and welcome to my new um, podcast that I'm calling Movie Academy. You see, in this podcast, I'll be um, telling you about mo- new- news in movies and television shows. So, let's get on to the news. The first thing I want to talk about is the Morbius trailer that dropped yesterday. This trailer is epic. Um, it's got every- tons of things in it and it's a lot to take in so I'm gonna go through it so we open up to them just saying like trailer in three two one okay and then we see Michael at it at a school and then we see him being bullied then we see him as an as an adult being told by someone that he has a gift, and he's winning a Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine, and his full name is Dr. Michael Morbius. So then, go through all the credits, not credits, right, studios. Then we see him, what looks like, um, healing people with medicine. Then we see him telling us that he has a rare blood disease. And so far, just looking at it, there's a bat that pops out. And, and we're thinking they might be saying that he can cure it with bats. So then we go to the middle of nowhere. He runs a helicopter. And he cuts his hand and sticks it into the cave. And then millions of bats come swarming around everyone. And then they also swarm around Michael or Morbius. And, and it looks like they start to heal his hand. And then we see that he probably has enhanced strength from what he's doing. He's beating, he's leaving marks in what looks like tempered glass. And then we see, like, from the studio, the bunch of Spider-Mans and Venom. We see him in a thing of bats. And then he's like not dying. And it says that he has increased strength and speed. And then we figure out that he has the ability to use Echo Location. Which is a pretty cool power in my case. See him kill a couple people on a boat. Then. Then we see a painting of Spider-Man. With the words murder written on it. Now, I don't know what that's hinting at. Maybe a future thing. But a lot of people had said that Morbius might be in the MCU. So, I don't know. So. We see Morbius in just fight scenes. And then. We see a doctor running away. From Morbius. And then we see Morbius as a full-on vampire. So, that was sick. And trailer over. Oh, no, there's more. Oh, and then there's the guy who plays, um, what's his name? Vulture and Spider-Man. Don't know if he's playing Vulture. Don't know if he is or not. Now, on to the next part of the podcast. We're going to be reading 
news on movies. So, here's one from today about Pixar's Onward stars. About So, this is what about Pixar's Onward. And it says that uh, the Onward stars, Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, the two actors, and the two actors are the perfect pair to play the film's elf brothers, Ian and Barley. Pixar's next film is the suburban fantasy Onward, starring Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. The two actors are a perfect pair to play the film's elf brothers, Ian and Barley. Set in a world where magic was once commonplace, but it's since been replaced by wonders like light bulbs and ears. And, I mean cars, not ears. Why did I think I said that? Huh. Onward tells a touching story about reconnecting and discovery, and discovery as Ian as Ian and Barley embark on a quest to bring their deceased father back to life for a day. Directed by Dan Scanlon, who I'm pretty sure also directed Monsters University, the ideals for Onward's story seems from Scanlon losing his own father when he was just one year old, and later hearing a recording of his father's voice for the first time. The deeply personal moment struck a chord, and, for, and from it, Scanlon came up. Upon the idea for a story where characters could spend one more day with a loved one who passed away. In Onward, such an impossible feat could happen thanks to magic. But even then, there are a few hiccups in Ian and Barley's attempt to bring back their dad, namely when they first perform the magic spell, it backfires, and they wind up only bringing back half their dad. Just to no, they only bring, bring back half their dad, just the bottom. So I didn't really say why. They're perfect. I was just reading an article. So, yeah. Uh, I was just... Um, okay. I'm going to try to find some more. Okay. Here's what about Black Widow. A new featurette from Marvel Studios' high, highly anticipating upcoming movie. Black Widow makes the film 10-year delay part of the marketing. A new featurette for the Marvel's Black Widow movie makes a delay part of the marketing, directed by Kate Shortland. The highly anticipated superhero film marks the first solo outing for Scarlett Johansson's character, Natasha Romanoff, set between the events of Captain America Civil War and Infinity War. The story centers on Natasha as she converts her past with the Red Room program that trained her to be an assassin alongside Johansson. Florence Fugue plays another Black Widow from Natasha's program named Yelany. Galena, or whatever. Rachel Weisz plays a black widow named Melanie Voskov. And David Harbour plays Alexa Shogtikov, otherwise known as Red Guardian. The first trailer for Black Widow dropped back in December and gave early away, gave eager and gave eagerly awaiting fans to a glimpse at all these characters in action. Not only did viewers get to see Natasha go toe-to-toe with Yelena, along with Harbour suited as Red Guardian, the trailer also showed off a few glimpses of the movie villain. Taskmaster. More recently, a special look at the film that dropped during last night's Clemson LSU game offered up even more footage of the copycat villain in a one-on-one -on -one fight with Natasha. The exciting clip sparked the world of theories and speculation, showing how thrilled Marvel fans are to finally see Natasha's 10 years in the, mar in the making solo film. And now a recently released featurette explores why the excitement for Black Widow's movie has maintained for so long. And here's some... So, yeah. Hold on. I'm gonna try to find some more.
Oh no. Sorry guys, I'm just trying to find some good articles about movies. Okay, here's a good one from Sunday, or just the 12th of January. So, Marvel Executive Vice President Victoria Alonso says the studio has no plans of reviving dead actors with CGI, despite other studios doing so. Despite a rising trend of reviving dead actors with, with CGI, Marvel has no plan of doing so in their own movies. The MCU has become the gold standard at the box office over the past 10 years, breaking numerous records and generating widespread fanfare. Many have tried to copy Marvel's financially, financially lucrative formula, but few have had much success where playing the necessary ingredients. DC was at the forefront of resurrecting dead actors on the big screen, evident by bringing Peter Cushing back as Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue One A Star Wars Story. By the time Rogue One released, Cushing had been dead for over 22 years, not to mention that the film didn't even go into production until 20 years after his death. And after the tragic death of Carrie Fisher, Leia, and the Star Wars films, Disney decided to not fully recreate her likeness with CGI as they had with Cushing, but digital effects still played a role in her posthumous appearance in Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. A younger version of Fisher from Star Wars A New Hope was also digitally recreated for Rogue One, though this was prior to her death. Many questioned the ethics behind this decision to recreate dead actors, which will seem to be a debate that will continue as technology advances further. And here is, um, yeah. Hold on. The MCU will not use CGI to bring back dead actors reports Yahoo movies via CBR. Marvel Studios Executive Vice President of Production, Victoria Alonso, affirmed that the studio stands on staying away from reviving dead actors with CGI, saying, We haven't considered that in we haven't we haven't considered that. And talking about the moral quandary that is reviving dead actors on screen, Craig Hammack, a VFX artist who worked on Captain Marvel added, It is something that we're all aware of because the possibilities are coming in and these possibilities are coming, and our hope is that it doesn't happen in an irresponsible way. Personally, I don't want to see something that's not the performance of a person recreated, represented as the person. Lonzo goes on to express that although Marvel uses a considerable amount of CGI, they're heavily relying on the motion captures of their actors and delivering a good story. She offers an example of this fact in saying, The experience of doing Thanos and Hulk brought it in a very clear view that you need the live performance of Josh Brolin and Mark Ruffalo. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion on reviving dead actor CGI, but the one person's opinion who matters the most, the dead actor in question, can't be heard from beyond the grave. For many, the matter comes down to respecting the wishes of the deceased. If an actor were to express that they would have no issue being revived with CGI once they die, it wouldn't be much of a problem. But most actors, such as Peter Cushing, never could have foreseen what a performance in 1977 would have become today, in today's world of modern technology. It would be curious to see if studios sign a resurrection clause with stars in the future. At least for the time being, Marvel has no plans of doing so with the actors in the MCU. So here's some key release dates for the MCU. So we have Black Widow 2020, release date May 1st, 2020. The Eternals, release date November 6, 2020. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, uh, release date February 12th, 2021. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, release date May 7th, 2021. Thor Love and Thunder, release date November 5th, 2021. Spider-Man Homecoming 3, which is probably not what it's going to be called. Uh, release date... 
July 16, 2021, and Black Panther 2, release date May 6, 2022. So, yeah. That's a long time. Let's try to find some more. Okay. So, Morbius movie image causes strong reaction from Spider-Man fans. A leaked look at Jared Leto's as Morbius in the upcoming Sony film is causing strong reactions about the famous Marvel villain from the Spider-Man fans. Jared Leto's Morbius look has been leaked online and is ca causing powerful reaction from fans of the iconic Spider-Man villain. Following the release of Venom, Sony Pictures is moving forward on their own Marvel Universe starring Spider-Man foes as the leads. And the next one arriving is Mobius. Since Mobius announcement in 2018... Morbius. Why, do, why am I saying Mobius? Morbius. Limited details about the Sony's film has been shared so far. Production finished towards the later half of 2019. But despite of that, Sony Entertainment has been staying silent during the post-production. Small things were teased about the film during its production, including Morbius having sequences which involve flying. With the character best known as a villain to Spider-Man, the film surely will be taking place in an anti-hero direction, similarly to Tom Hardy's Eddie Brooke. With the film coming this summer, and a new Morbius trailer expected to release by Sony this coming Monday. A leaked image has already made it online, giving the internet its first look at Leto Lido in the full Morbius makeup and costume. Screen Rant has reached out to Sony Pictures for a comment in, on an, offic an official high-resolution uh, version of the image. With the online world being as reactionary as it first looks, it's it's lucky fans of Morbius have uh, reacted strongly positive to it thus far. Responses are still coming in non-stop on Twitter, with fans sharing their thoughts on Leto's Morbius look. While the image is heavily focused on Leto's face, not much is revealed about the actual costume. One user, SideStard616, stressed that the film would be a letdown if Morbius didn't support his iconic costume involving a vampire-shaped cape. While many have been cautious about getting optimistic about Morbius having his own solo film, others are praising the comic accurate design. One reaction from Oh Oh Mr. Wellmano Oh states that while they had reservations about the movie, they still appreciate the production's dedication to Morbius's classic look. Several users are putting the leaked image side by side with the popular shot of Morbius from the comics, perfectly captured the feeling of bringing something. From panel to screen, another fan, KXA Prime, definitely felt that the new look was was worthy a light. Yikes! KXA Prime stresses that while they enjoy the character in comics from Spider-Man the animated series, they expect to have it in Venom quality, which had a mixed bag of reactions. As positive some fans have been with their first look at Morbius, others are still skeptical about the character even having his own film. With some explaining how one image isn't going to do it for them simply because it's comic accurate, with the reported arrival of the official Morbius trailer being on its way, it won't be long until the world gets its first taste of what Sony's new film will look like. And Morbius will be released on July 31st, 2020. One second. Okay, so this is from January 8th. The Flash movie director, Andres Muscati, reveals the film is still Flashpoint, but there will be changes from the fan favorite comic. DC's long 
long jesting The Flash movie has been rumored to be an adaption of the iconic Flashpoint comic book storyline. And while it appears that is still the case, it won't be following the comic too closely. The project could always see a litany of directors attached to it come and go, some leaving fans to fear if The Flash would ever see the light of day. But with the 2022 release date and it and it and and it and it chapter two director Andres Machidi still committed to the picture, things seem back on track for the superhero blockbuster. Ezra Miller, who portrayed Barry Allen in The Flash in both Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Justice League, expected to reprise its role as a Scarlet Speedster, which will be the legendary superhero first big big screen outing after the financial success of Aquaman and Wonder Woman at the box office. The critical applause for Shazam and the popularity of the Flash TV show, Warner Bros. will no doubt have high hopes for this flick. Now, via the that hashtag show, Mushadi has hinted at the creative direction the movie will veer towards. He clarified the pre previous Warner's rumors, but not in the way fans may have expected. He stated the film will be a different version of Flashpoint than you're expecting. Whether this rules out traditional orange sto origin stories for the character, or suggests such a tale will be combined with elements of the Flashpoint saga, remains to be seen. The original Flashpoint story, of course, depicted Barry Allen to be back through time to prevent his mother's murder, only to return to a present very different than the one he left behind here. From the one he left behind. But he found a world where Superman is missing, Aquaman and Wonder Woman are at war, and Bruce Wayne was murdered as a boy. Leading to his father becoming a gun-toting version of Dark Knight and his mother becoming the Joker. If that sounds like a great motion picture, it has. In fact, it's already been into an animated movie. However, we don't know how many of these original plot points Mushadi will be bringing to the table. Chances are this isn't going to be a major crossover disguised as a solo adventure. Similar to what Captain America Civil War turned out to be, with the not-what-you're-expecting quote. It could just be a time travel element that is included in plot, and that will be as far as influences from the comic go. Reverse flashes to villain could also be a factor, as it was in the graphic novel. Clearly, Mushadi's comment has led to more questions than answers, but but what, but all will become clear when the Flash prints it in the cin cinemas in 2022. So, here are some release dates of everything we know so far. Birds of Prey and the fa Fantabulous Emancipation of One Hearted Quinn, uh, February 7th, 2020. Wonder Woman 1984, June 5th, 2020. The Batman, t June 25th, 2021. The Suicide Squad, August 6th, 2021. Black Adam, December 20 22nd, 2021. Shazam 2, April 1st, 2022. The Flash, July 1st, 2022. And Aquaman 2, December 6th, 2022. December 16th, sorry. I'm gonna try to find some new, more news. One second. Okay, here's a good one from December, January 10th. Uh, Disney's official D2, D23 website accidentally describes his Fox's New Mutant movies as an addition to the MCU, which is uh, obviously a mistake, but let's read about it. Disney's official D23 website accidentally describes his Fox and New Mutants movie as a new addition to the MCU. When Disney and 21st Century Fox closed on their deal last year, it meant Marvel Studios gained the right to the X-Men and Fantastic Four. 
Marvel hasn't yet revealed their plans for mutants in the MCU, beyond confirming X-Men and Fantastic Four films are in the early stages of development, which I hope are better than the actual movies, which I hope are better than the earlier movies that Fox released, because those were just a mess. And in the meantime, Disney has been working to release the Fox X-Men movies that were completed before the deal finalized, Dark Phoenix and the New Mutants. Last spring, Dark Phoenix flopped at the box office, but even before that, rumors had started to circulate that Disney was considering a Hulu release for New Mutants. As recently confirmed by the film's trailer, the movie is sticking with a theatrical release in April. In fact, there were reports that New Mutants could be in the MCU, dropping any X-Men references that would tie into its Frogs franchise. While there's been no official confirmation of New Mutants connected to the MCU, Disney didn't seem to accidentally insinuate as much as on the Mouse House's official website. A post on the D23 website rounding up Disney news from this week included the New Mutants trailer that dropped on Monday. In this post's introduction to the news, the author wrote this is a seriously electrifying new addition to the MCU, and it comes in the form of the latest tw- late- latest from 20th Century Fox and Marvel Entertainment. The Disney Insider edit- Editor-in-Chef Skylar Scholler pointed out the mistake on Twitter, and Disney has since removed the entire post. See a screenshot of the New Mutants portion of the D23 post below. So I'm going to read the actual part, the important part. There's a seriously electrified new addition to the MCU when it comes in the form of the latest from the 20th Century Fox Marvel Entertainment. The new memes is his original horror. That's it's just telling you what it's about. Even before this bit was removed from the D23 website, it was a long shot that the comment was official confirmation of the new mutants being in the MCU. After all, D23 isn't a press release or a state form. From a Disney or Marvel Studios executive... It's a roundup of Disney news put together by one by one of the site's contributors. More likely, it was an accidental misprint, which seems to be confirmed by the fact that it was removed. If New Mutants really is set in the MCU and features an explicit connection to the Marvel Studios' massively successive franchise, it would show that the studio's confidence in the film, considering Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool was the only X-Men character expected to not be rebooted by Disney, by Disney. Boone's New Mutants character must be just as special if they were going to make the jump to the MCU. Of course, that's in no way confirmed. It's m- much more likely that the Disney that Disney does what what the studio did with Dark Phoenix, release the New Mutants, and let Fox's X Men franchise dead end. That would allow Marvel to start over from scratch, with the exception of Deadpool. It's possible that the New Mutants will connect to the MCU, or that Disney will leave the door open for Boone's movie to connect to the MCU, if it if it is successful enough. For now, though, this comment on D23 about the New Mutants being the next MCU movie seems to be nothing but a misprint. So here's some key release dates. New Mutants were released on April 3rd, 2020. Black Widow released on May 1st, 2020. Eternals, November 6th, 2020. Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings, February 12th, 2021. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, May 7th, 2021. Spider-Man Homecoming 3, July 16th, 2021. Thor, Love and Thunder, November 5th, 2021. And Black Panther 2, May 6th, 2022. Okay, guys, I think that that will be the end for this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you in the next one. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.